Hello and welcome to Pop Salsa, a movie and TV show that brings you the freshest takes on the most recent events and topics from the ever-changing landscape that is geek culture. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? Let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. All right, so this week we have a big event happening, well, happened during this week's CinemaCon. We're going to talk mm. about that. A lot of news coming out of, uh, and a lot of a footage, lot. a lot of footage being shown that th- these stingy motherfuckers aren't, don't want to share to anybody, right? <laughs> I'm so jealous. I was at work and like the news trickles in. I was like, really? They showed this? They yeah. showed that? The, the big revelation was they basically showed the entirety of the Flash film. Oh, oh and, goodness. And like anybody could have gone, you know, like if yeah. I, knew, I knew if that was happening, I would have got in my car and drove into Vegas because just drive by your house. Like we're leaving right now. Don't even yeah. ask questions. We're, we're going right. Get now. in. I'm not. I don't even have time to slow down the car. You have to jump through the window. <laughs> um, we have some changes coming to, to a, a fairly popular streaming service, right? HBO. Yeah. HBO. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's that's a little uh, we got we got stuff to talk about that, but um, let's start off with Dodgeball Two. Dodgeball Two finally Da-da-da. happening after twenty years, and I feel like various attempts to to happen as well it's throughout the years. Has but, it been uh, that long? Yeah. Holy crap! Two thousand four. Holy crap! Yeah, Are you I know, serious? That's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. We're old. <laughs> we're, we're oh Jesus. Right. Um, but yeah, so Dodgeball for if you've been living under a rock for the past twenty years is probably one of the the more the the better recent comedy films. Yeah, you know, like um, unfortunately there has been a change in the landscape of what a comedy film is. You know, back in the day we could get away with some pretty racy and raunchy shit, and as the decades have progressed, it's being become less and less of that. Almost to yeah, the yeah. point where I don't. When was there a, a when, when you remember like the last comedy film? I don't. Um, I do. I vaguely remember one like it's a house party at LeBron James's oh, house. Oh, but that's a remake. It's a remake of House Party. Okay, so no, then yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember. You know, something like Sex Drive or Euro Trip or maybe Scary Movie to some extent. Yeah, I don't remember any really film like that. Yeah, um, but Dodgeball is one. Is a movie that for me at least it it it's very well uh, adored. You know, some of us yeah. might not. Feel the same way, <laughs> looking at nobody in particular. <laughs> I yeah, dodgeball. It, I, I have a weird sense of humor. Like it's, mm-hmm. the, I think the sense of humor that really gets me is physical humor. So like jackass, like the, I'll I'll laugh throughout the whole thing, right? But something like dodgeball, it's it's one of the most iconic films. Like I can hear quotes in my head. You know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, and like them throwing wrenches at people <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, and you know, like a global gym, we're better than you, and yeah. we know it, or something like that. <laughs> like it, it's enti- it's incredibly quotable. But for me, when I heard about dodgeball two, and I, I actually I was like, oh, that's neat, and then mm. you know, moved on with my life. Yeah, I mean, like there there is a. For me, there are specific category of films that just shouldn't have a a sequel. You know, there were Lightning in a Bottle, um, yeah, Super Bad, Tropic Thunder, you know, these these types of films that. Oh yeah, the the Hangover could you cannot have been make it. a sequel of Tropic Thunder. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> uh, the Hangover was one of them yeah. until they released two sequels, which is like, eh. Um, but dodgeball again as, as well. It's just like it's it's a moment in time, you know. Like the yeah. the, the the landscape of, of this country has changed drastically in the last twenty years, and a movie that comes out that is 
not as raunchy as some of the other ones, but it still pushes the limit in, in some of what's considered acceptable in today's climate, you know? So having a, yeah, a yeah. film, uh, a sequel coming out 20 years later, I don't know how that's going to do the first one justice. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, okay. See, I have a theory now. Mm-hmm. Uh, since it's been like so long since we actually have those kind of raunchy films, right? Mm-hmm. What, what if dodgeball and, and not trying to one up the first one, right? But what if they just bring back the raunchiness? You know what I mean? And like, what, awesome. what if it's what if they bring that back and it's popular? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's something that's popular and then it's something that, oh, like, hey, so we can make these films again, <laughs> again <laughs> I guess, you know, because they have to have I, the worst case scenario is it's it's exactly like the first one. And it's just cut and paste. Like, I feel like that's the worst case scenario. Like, yeah. There's no innovation at all. Yeah, that, that yeah, totally. It's um like I could see the story now playing out in my head that the Vince Vaughn's character he's he takes over like the training of the the next generation of dodgeball players or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is that. Like you have to you, you kind of try to avoid that trope of passing the torch or something. But mm-hmm. let's hope that they they come up with something that that doesn't you know stomp on the memory see. of the first one or or completely embarrass it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like, you see, you say passing, avoiding passing the torch, but I think that would be hilarious with Dodgeball. <laughs> because, like, if you think about it, what if Vince, okay, Vince Vaughn takes over, right? Mm-hmm. He, he has his kids or the, the, you know, the kid generation, and he trains them like they trained him. Oh. So he's throwing wrenches <laughs> at children and stuff like that, making them go to open traffic and stuff. Like, I will, that would be hilarious. Like, I, I'll be a great father. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, that that does make it sound funny. Like, like right? the like, because Vince Vaughn is returning, and most likely yeah. he's going to be producing as well because he's at that point of his career. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I could see him like wanting to keep the like the the raunchiness of the original film and passing it on to the generation that's like, oh no, you're going to get canceled or some shit. You know? Right, right. I've seen I've seen that so many times on jokes on TV. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to get canceled? And it's it's become <laughs> such a uh, like a a in the in the world of TV and film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that it's. Oh, you! Uh, it, it might happen to you, or it's like mm-hmm. a joke nowadays. Yeah, the my favorite one was the the joke then in the Chains- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's on the bus. He turns on the chainsaw, and all the kids are with their phones. Like, you try anything, we're gonna cancel you, bro. As he fucking just yeah. slices, <laughs> just murders. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's like really, it, it's so within that generation now, right? We've yeah. gotten to the point where it's a joke. Yeah, where everyone it's aware and it's something that's within the whole sphere of narrative that oh my gosh like it's it's this trope mm. going around <laughs> yeah um but yeah maybe within the next couple of years when when this movie does decide to come out it 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 would bring back that like the, the best case scenario like you mentioned it would bring back that that era of raunchy you know movie comedy and stuff like that like Amer- think american pie you think american pie mm-hmm. would work right now uh, I, I don't know. See, that's it's something that I've always asked myself because there are raunchy films like Sex yeah. Drive. Yeah. Like that kind of film is just just surrounds getting laid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it seems like it's a, a passing of, not a passing of the torch, but it's a coming of age kind of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with that said, yeah, I don't feel like American Pie would be made. But then Today. again, American Pie, was it raunchy? I don't remember. Other than him, you know, banging Dude. a pie. Yeah, they were, they were um, the first one... Well, they were um, 
spying on Shannon Elizabeth's character getting naked. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, um, oh, yeah. The Stif- okay. Stifler's character, just in general, he's like basically, <laughs> like, I'm sure, like, somehow. Just some, a milf hunter, if I remember? No, 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 no. Oh, um, was he not? Who was no, that? The, that was the other friend. That was the friend who banged <laughs> his mom. But, like, <laughs> I, I'm sure, like, somebody 20 years from now, they're going to be like, oh, Stifler did some sexual sub- shit to me or something, you know, something like that. Right, you know he's that. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised if somebody somebody started claiming that that Stifler was being inappropriate to them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. it's the next American Pie. Stifler goes to jail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Stifler, <laughs> Stifler, Stifler gets canceled. Stifler faces the 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 drama or some shit. You know, like right. So again, mm. uh, like you had mentioned, that would be the best case scenario for this film to bring back that era of like hey it's funny you know you might be offended but who cares a lot of other people don't find it don't find it to be offensive you know yeah I mean that I feel like that's that should a lot of those comedy films should take that approach Mm -hmm. where it's comedy and it's not gonna tickle everyone's fancy right you know what I mean it's not like you're not gonna have someone like Gabriel Iglesias for example and then go in front of like a crowd that's used to like say like Kevin Hart kind of Mm -hmm. jokes Right? There's a lot of people who are going to find it funny, but a lot of people won't. And I feel like that's the approach they should do with the comedy. Or just, just throw it out there, have a generality to it, and then if it hits, it hits. But if it doesn't, then that's not their cup of tea, and that's fair. Yeah, totally. I agree with you 100%. Um, all right, moving on. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay, so how many streaming services do are you subscribed to? <laughs> I can't believe we've had the conversation where it's like, how many streaming services are you enrolled in? Um, I'm in the Netflix, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. So three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so have three. I have Peacock. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I have HBO Max. Oh my and god. I have Fubo TV. Uh, only oh because only because I, I watch sports. <laughs> oh okay. So yeah. and HBO Max. Honestly, I gotta say it was probably my favorite one. Yeah, right? It's yeah. something with the whole... It, it was glitchy at the beginning, right? Yeah, the interface, and that did turn me off. We've had it, these discussions like Netflix, and then you have the freaking crashing UI that is <laughs> HBO Max. But when you look at what they have, like the first thing I see is Dune. Like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. let's let's watch Dune again. Or they have like Sopranos, or they have Band of Brothers, and you know, they have those films that feels like that was Netflix before before it lost all of its content yeah totally like having the catalog of hbo and warner brothers you know warner brothers is one of the historic of film film production companies in in the industry and they have a vast library of really good solid films yeah absolutely so just having that to the disposal and like you said at the beginning it was a little glitchy I'm not gonna lie but it kind of smoothed it the smoothed out all the kinks and stuff like that and now it's very very user friendly oh, and yeah. um, when they first announced uh, that uh, after the merger the Discovery Warner Brothers merger that they were going to you know opt out of HBO Max and in favor of the Discovery Plus like interface and all that stuff. I was like, Jesus. what the hell are you guys doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, I remember, I was remember I was really pissed off. I don't know why, but you know, prioritizing Disney plus, uh, Disney plus, sorry, a uh, discovery plus, which is historically not very good of an app compared to HBO max and prioritizing that was just a big, like kick in the face. Yeah. You know, like totally. prioritize the one that's super popular, not the one that's dying and, or has a plateau of not enough of, viewers and stuff yeah but it, it has been announced that um 
it's going to go from HBO Max to just Max. And Max. Yeah, just Max. Just Max. Hey, Max. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is the first time that we've seen a streaming service offer three different bundles, right? Because usually it's a with ads and without ads. But this right. one is with ads, without ads, and without ads with ultra high definition. Right. How much was that one? That was like 20 one. bucks. That was 20 bucks. And yeah. it's, I, 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 I get it. You know, I get that you want to have tier systems in it. You have to have ads, no ads, and stuff like that. I don't like locking the resolution <laughs> behind the wall. You know, I mean, if it, YouTube has it for free, you know, is unless they in the future they might you know lock 4K resolution. Not that we want 4K, but it makes the freaking show make look fantastic. You know, what yeah. I mean, stuff like that, and it's like locked behind a twenty dollar paywall. Like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, the thing is with me is like, yeah, the 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 4K is does make a visual difference in depending on the product on the project. Yeah. Um, like if you're gonna watch Dune in 4K, holy shit! Oh you know? my god, um, <laughs> my TV will explode. I don't think my TV is built for that. True, true, true. But for it to be like true 4K, you need everything. You know, you need yeah. the the 4K capability trend in e- internet was most likely had to be connected to an ethernet your cable box or whatever streaming uh, um, device you're using has to be 4k capable as well plus the tv has to be 4k so you can get real true yeah yeah or not because it's not even true 4k either you know it's like it's truer than most upscales yeah it's upscaled so like that's the thing is like to get the 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 full effect of of uh, the twenty dollars, you're gonna have to make like a five to ten thousand dollar investment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that that's already that's already no. Like, yeah, no, thank you. Because yeah, yeah you're right. It's even four K itself. It's not even the name of the resolution. Right? You, traditionally, usually, it's I think it's the second number. You know, ten eighty seven twenty, right? But you know, twenty eight something didn't sound as marketable. So now it's just four K because that's the second one. That's mm. the first number, right? So they, they it's, it's not really something that, it, it's it's just a whole marketing thing. And like you said, there's so many elements that you need. And if you want to keep telling yourself, oh, it's 4K, because that's good enough. But if you really want 4K, like you said, there's so many things you need. And kicking $20 for what could be that, mm. uh, I don't know. I would rather have, like you said, the $10,000 set up because at least I know for sure that it's in that resolution. Yeah, totally. Like for for the for the the layman person out there, the the ones who aren't in the know, we've had four K. <laughs> we've had four K capability since the seventies. Just tra- mm. transmitting the 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 files, the data, the signal. That's massive. The issue. Yes, that's yeah, massive. It's a like, massive file. Yeah. So like we sh- um, in in school, one of the teachers showed us his red camera, and he's explained yeah. it to us how they when they they shoot four K raw. It's basically like the 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 files are layered with four different SD cards because because oh how massive they are. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I guess, yeah. No, thank you. I, yeah. I don't know if I could. I don't. Yeah, I, my head is boggling processing that footage. Yeah. So the dailies in 4K. Oh, I mean, if if the only thing that would make the 4K like available is if they they have a content lock, which it doesn't mm. seem like they're going right because like if you get the 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 premium without ads it's 16 bucks which already makes it one of the more expensive out there 
Yeah, you know? definitely. So um, I think maybe Netflix right now might be at 16 as well. Um, yeah, but st- it, it rose to that point mm-hmm. a couple of years, right? Yeah. Max is right out the gate. Starting. 16, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, it has really good content. Right. Very. Max, uh, HBO Max or Max, whatever, you know, Max, <laughs> Max has very good content and, and $16, to be honest, uh, is kind of worth it. It's worth that amount of money. Yeah. Me, at least yeah. Especially. And if you have the um, like a previous subscription to HBO Max, you, it's getting rolled over. You're not going to get charged in the initial stages. You know, once your whatever current subscription uh, period ends, then maybe, yeah, they're going to charge you the difference. But yeah, like for me, I paid the the whole year so i'm i should be good until at least sometime early next year yeah yeah absolutely so yeah but it's it's exciting i kind of i'm kind of digging the that they have some discovery plus content just because like uh, a lot of like that sciencey history type of stuff also grabs my attention so yeah, that's that's a good point. Like the the other stuff, not really. <laughs> like the sciencey <laughs> stuff, where you know the other things. What is it? Uh, the kind of TV show that he's known for. That level's known for. You know, like uh, oh, um, like the, not, the, the 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 like pseudo reality type of shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like that. Like like that's. I'm not really a good big fan of that. Hopefully, that doesn't just fill my feed. You know, like Reality Housewives in New Jersey or something like that. Or, you know, the reality shows. I'm not really a good fan of that. But the the history stuff, the science stuff, uh, I do feel HBO did need that. I didn't mm-hmm. really see too much of that in my original feed. But, yeah, I, I feel like since you have Discovery, uh, is it Discovery? Oh, no, National Geographic with mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus, You kind of need something to give them some competition. Yeah, true. And, and now that they have sports, uh, sports games as well, so... Right, right. Yeah. That's that's pretty. Um, well, yeah. Our, I'm hoping that once the the transition happens uh, later next month, that it doesn't turn into a big dumpster fire. You know. Yeah, it just breaks the system. The whole, yeah. the whole UI resets to its original, and it's just oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. What was supposed What was supposed to happen during Y2K happens. <laughs> and then the switch over from HBO Max to Max. <laughs> where were you when it started yeah yeah please no yeah um all right let's talk CinemaCon. CinemaCon. Woo! all right first things first were you there no i was oh. there in spirit though in spirit Damn, you kind of have like i thought that was going to be your thing since you're you're into going to <laughs> to the conventions yeah n- no no yeah okay i honestly i had no idea this was happening until they started posting news <laughs> to be honest with you it's me as well <laughs> i was like oh this is cool cinema con and like the every for the next three days news was coming out like oh my gosh it's the new exorcist or as craven the you know craven the man hunter or craven the hunter not man hunter craven the hunter you know, it was all stuff yeah, so they obviously released a whole bunch of footage, a bunch of news and stuff like that. And uh, those of us who weren't uh, fortunate enough to go didn't see any of it. You know, they only made available uh, a few trailers. And um, by all intents and purposes, let's talk uh, Craven the Hunter first, just because like I know Craven like, the Hunter. He's one yeah. of your your all time faves, and it's <laughs> it's been reported that this is going to be Sony's first like true hard R superhero film yeah 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 so from what the footage they showed it's craven is animalistic right he's someone who's 
who's hunted everything and everywhere all at once. And it's, uh, he, you everything, know, he hunts Spider-Man. all at once, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see why he did that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he hunts, you know, Spider-Man because he's the, he's the next biggest thing. But mm. from what we've seen or from what was released from the footage at CinemaCon, it, it's fairly gory and really bloody. Like, there's a fight scene they said about Craven fighting a bunch of goons and he's he's like bouncing off walls. He's running on all fours. You know, he rips someone's nose off at some point. And uh, for something like Sony, who has you know full properties of Spider-Man, to be able to have that, the, I didn't see Morbius. I don't know if it's that scale of violence, but Venom and Venom Two were pushing the envelope <laughs> a little bit. You know, people were getting freaking not disemboweled, but they're getting you know shanked. And they're getting eaten, their heads getting blown off. So to see this, the hard R, uh, is going to be interesting how they play it off. Okay, so then let me ask you this, because you've seen Venom 1 and 2. And yep. typically the consensus is that they're not really all that great. Yeah. So as, as I feel like what Sony's trying to do is just, obviously they want to keep the Spider-Man IP as long as they could possibly can. can. So yep. they're... They're pumping out these movies like every every year now. So, do you feel like they're going for that shock factor now? If they can't handle a decent storyline, no, I I don't think so. I, I don't think they're going for it. Not not just the shock factor. That that's a good caveat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Venom eating someone's head and someone being shocked and stuff like that <laughs> sounds really cool. Um, but I think they are building towards like something like the Sinister Six. You know they're they're building it towards their Avenger level threats, and it's less on not as much as shock factor, but as much as just having fun at the theater. Right? Like it wasn't really good, but it's just they're banking on it being fun, and they know it. So they're just okay. making films like that where it's enjoyable and it's something to write home about. Not really, but now if you see all those characters versus Spider Man, oh that takes a whole different deal because Craven is supposed to be in one of the mainstays for Spider Man, and to have like say Tom Holland fight Craven at some point or Venom at some point, you know, that that salivates me a lot. Yeah, definitely that having the the, the rogues gallery of Spider-Man yeah. be introduced in, in, in basically their own movies, right? Because the reports from CinemaCon are saying that we saw a little bit of Rhino as well. Right, right. And we don't know which one, right? We mm. don't know if it's the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield's Rhino or is it a more traditional... I'm going to lean on more comic booky, because we, you know, a lot of the films, a lot of the characters like Scorpion have been relatively, not Scorpion, sorry, uh, Vulture. Vulture mm-hmm. have been relatively like a, their look, but kind of futuristic, different kind of look. Yeah, more true to the comics. And I, I right. get what you're saying. And with Rhino, it's a weird one because it's basically a guy <laughs> in a unitard. Yeah, and he's massive. A leotard. So yeah, it's like, he's, he's, he's huge. a massive bro. Yeah. yeah, and what they did with the Andrew Garfield, for those of you who don't remember, is basically put him in like a mecha suit. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I I don't I don't see them like sticking to one of the more goofy <laughs> looking characters. With yeah, guy. see, I, I I don't know either because you see Venom and uh-huh. he's huge, right? So I it's not it's within the realm of possibility. I feel that a rhino wouldn't be that kind of huge of scale you know massive as big as literally as big as a house mm-hmm. but i feel like a pretty big dude like um juggernaut yeah Deadpool. that's that's what i was thinking about they would have right? to go like like a juggernaut-esque where he they have this giant dude 
And the only yeah. really thing that makes him makes him be the juggernaut is the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, like something like that, because that wasn't mm. something we really batted an eye on. Like, oh my gosh, this is unrealistic. Like, oh my gosh, it's Juggernaut. He ripped him in half. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what's going on? Like, you know, so that that's where my thought process is. So when when it comes to the Sony verse, uh, it's like the X Men verse with Fox, the Fox Men, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't really feel like they're all they all make sense in the whole grander <laughs> scheme of things. They're just there to make a roller coaster. Right? Yeah. Even with the Fantastic Four, like Fantastic Four doesn't really, doesn't really go. They just want it to be fun, and whether or not that's an insult or not, you know, it depends on the person. Okay, yeah. I mean, so at this point, what you're what you're trying to basically say is that yeah, they've given up completely on having like the most true story, epic story you could possibly make it. Just make it fun. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, Venom and Venom Two were pretty fun. Uh, but again, you know, there's there's a lot of hiccups, and mm. Sony's just starting to play out with their whole properties. Not like Marvel has been here for about 20 years, and, you know, and know a lot of their knows how to handle these characters. They're, they're just dipping their toes in this huge verse of multiverses and stuff like that with Spider-Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit of Disney. What this Disney brought to to the con because they just had Star Wars Celebration the week prior, so they weren't really. Yeah. You know, stacking the deck, as you would say. But they <laughs> yeah. did uh, talk about Avatar three being released in twenty twenty four. Fuck, that's next year. <laughs> yeah, um, they did show a little bit more footage from Indiana Jones. Oh, sick! Uh, I'm really excited for that. I, I don't. It, know. it does. See, like I'm, 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 I'm right there Elder with abuse. you. I'm right there <laughs> with you because right. of the nostalgia factor and everything. You know, seeing yeah. seeing uh, Harrison Ford back with the the cape and the the whip. Not the, the, cape, the hat and the whip. <laughs> Sorry, the hat and the whip. But again, come on, man. He's, he's, the, the poor man is on diapers on set. Come on, you gotta, <laughs> you have to be considerate. Excuse- yeah, it's, uh, I don't know about the diapers, <laughs> but I wouldn't be, uh, I mean, he's 80, bro. You know, yeah. like, he's 80. So yeah, I, I'm definitely there with you with that. Stop! Like, let this be. Stop him! You know, <laughs> stop, don't make don't don't make another one. And kind of like, hey, Harrison, you know, you kind of we made so much money with the first one, or not the first one, you know, Dial of Destiny. Yeah, yeah. let's stop that. It's um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but other than that, other than the Indiana Jones, I don't feel like Disney brought their best and brightest. Yeah. To, I mean, because at this point, how many massive cons are there? Where is it like an <laughs> obligation for the studios to to print, present something? You know, I want to say yeah, uh, but whether what they show depends on them. Like mm. they have to have some sort of presence, you know. Yeah. And from what it looked like for this cinema con, not really Disney to really have too much, because they showed it all in celebration, and I feel like that's buzz enough. Plus, D twenty three is coming up as well, so right. And so they can choose their battle, their battles. Yeah, and, and if have they're going to CinemaCon, and if they're going to have something for San Diego Comic Con, right, right, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Disney picks their battles. It's it's the same like E3, right? Why be on someone else's schedule where you can do your own event? And in this case, you have D twenty three, you have Celebration, and then you have Comic Con, which is one of the biggest events for that, and just hold it for that. Rather yeah. than having something that's kind of a general, you know, celebration of cinema and having more focus than your fandom. Yeah, there, there was some additional footage uh, being shown for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 as well, but that comes that's out like next, next week. Yeah, next yeah. week. So, 
So that's just buzz. Yeah, just it's, it's stuff to, to like buzz. exactly to keep the momentum going for the the, the new releases and stuff like that. Um, the other yeah. one, other big one, probably who had the bigger presence was Warner Brothers. Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, released uh, some trailers. We're going to talk about um, Bad Boys. How are you? How do you feel about the movie, the franchise, Bad Boys? I think I think it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the. Well, the thing is, isn't it one of the biggest cop films, kind of like yeah. action films? You know what I mean? Like Die Hard, uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. What that was for the '90s. This is what for the early 2000s. Yes, kind of thing. Well, late '90s. Yeah. I think the first late, one came out like '99 or something like that. But yeah, right, the right. majority okay. of it being in the 2000s. Yeah, I, uh, I like Bad Boys. I haven't caught up with. I watched Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two. But I haven't seen like the third, the third one, which was like, Bad Boys for Life, I think. Yeah, that came out within the last five years or so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and they announced Bad Boys 4. So if you guys are into that, you know, good for you. <laughs> uh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, it, it, the first two, like, it's, it's the same thing with like Men in Black. You remember the Men in Black, the first oh, two right. were, were so, yeah. dope, so dope and I, fun and stuff like that. And I then, have the VHSs somewhere. Really? <laughs> somewhere yeah, I do. I have the VHSs. I haven't got the third one yet, though. Nice. I don't know if they released that on VHS. Probably not, because that came out post 2010, I think. Post? Yeah. I so VHSs were dead and buried <laughs> by that point. Um,. <laughs> But Warner Brothers had a, a big presence at, at CinemaCon, as, as uh, this article is highlighting that we're, we're referencing. And uh, Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, mm. Dune. Uh, Dune, yeah, he, play, he plays Paul in Dune. They showed a little bit of Dune footage, Dune 2, and they, big, showed him, they showed him as Willy Wonka. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one, like, have you seen the original, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Did you see the the two thousand five or six one? No, I didn't. Is yeah, that I, the Tim Burton one? The Tim Burton one. Yeah. I, yeah, I did I, not see that. I did. Like my girlfriend saw the Tim Burton one, but hasn't seen the original. Oh no! Why'd you do that to her? I didn't do it to her. <laughs> Shit! This was way before she met me. Oh, I see. <laughs> and this is funny though, because she, I, I was playing her the the original Oompa Loompa song, you know, right, Oompa, right, Oompa. and she's like. Those Oompa Loompas look completely different from what the the Oompa Loompas <laughs> in um in the the Tim Burton one were. And she showed me the Oompa Loompas. I was like, "What is this? What this, is it? This? Oh no, no, no!" But Hugh Grant is playing the Oompa Loompa in the new one. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna do it. Did they show anything of it? Like how no, he looks? They, 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 I, I saw like a still, but I, I again, you know, who knows? Cause oh my it's, gosh! Just. Just Hugh Grant's face on an Oompa Loompa is <laughs> tickling me. Yeah, and Timothy Chalamet uh, is not an actor that I'm a hundred percent like for, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm more against because like I know there's that conversation that's been going on about uh, nepotism in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want to talk about nepotism? This dude is like right up his right up the alley. Like his his. <laughs> His his family was like super wealthy to begin with, and he's like he one of those people who are like, "What do you want to be?" and we'll pay you the way for you. That type of shit. Oh, you know? I see, and, I see. And like, I'm not ragging on it because if I had that opportunity, I oh, would. Oh hell jump, yeah, we would. Fuck yeah, 100. <laughs> percent You know, it's just yeah, it's just we were born ethnic and poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, I've only seen yeah, see, I've only seen him in one film, and that's Dune, and yeah. I I I like him in that. 
Yeah, uh, I so probably did, so should pick I. up more films. Yeah, so, so, so like so bo- Bones and all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, like again, like there is that that part of me is like, eh, with him. But he <laughs> he's a good actor. I I love them and do, and I re- I just saw it again yesterday, and I was like, damn, this movie is is a masterpiece. You know, to, yeah, to some like extent. the whole exactly like. Mm. I, I, the extent we've we've loved Dune is is gone for nauseum at this point. Yeah. But yeah, just just his speech about you know a war in my name, you know, he's <laughs> like uh, praying at the altar of my father's skull, you know, just yelling. <laughs> it's just freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the big, the massive, big. the the time altering trailer that they dropped at uh, at CinemaCon Warner Bros was The Flash 2. Well, The, the Flash. Flash trailer 2. Yeah, trailer 2. Right, right. Yeah. Oh my god. What what all right, off the bat first re- initial reactions. Um, my pants need to be changed. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> initial reactions of it's it's very bat centric. That's true. Um that's it's a good thing or a bad thing. But in this case, it's a really good thing because we mm. didn't really see a lot of footage of him as the bat. And just seeing him in action is freaking amazing. And of course, we're talking about Michael Keaton returning as Michael Keaton. Batman. Yes, yes, yes. Uh. yes. I thought that I was on the fence because, you know, it's it's a fairly, would you say it's a fairly obscure kind of cameo? Because that feels like that's for us, not really the, ne- the new gen Totally. There, there, yep. um, there, those of us who were born in the early 90s, uh, we grew up with Tim Burton, Batman. You know, that was like our our VHS when our parents didn't want to parent us some. anymore. <laughs> there you go. I own some VHS. So, not bad. just not one, but some. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> That is definitely a casting that is catered for our and our previous generations. You know, people who were born in the 60s and 70s, like the because that was the first Batman to be in mainstream live action film. So when they announced they announced that Keaton's coming back, we were like, fuck, yes. (laughs) I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Holy shit. Do we get Keaton? Yeah. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. So it the, the is. okay. So the flashpoint paradox for for those of you who don't know, it, Barry has to go back in time. Well, he doesn't have to. He chooses to go back in time, in an attempt to save his mother. In doing so, he changes the course of history. And basically, none of the superheroes we know and love are born or are made. There's like yeah. a whole ragtag team of other superheroes that are like kind of equivalent. Yeah. But not the, the you know the traditional not to the Batman. grand scale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, n- not the scales like it's a horrible world. You know, Atlantis and Amazon, the Amazon, Amazonians, the Amazonians, yeah, <laughs> Am- the Amazon, yeah, the mascara and you know, and Atlantis are at war with each other. There's a whole uh, affair going on with the with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. You know, Batman is not our traditional Batman. Instead of the parents are getting killed. It's uh, Bruce who gets killed. So that makes Thomas Wayne become Batman. And then the the mom, Martha, becomes the Joker. She loses her mind, losing her little boy. I mean, yeah, who wouldn't? Want to talk yeah. about fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up because at some point uh, she uh, she has the blood on her hands of, of Bruce's blood. And she puts it on her face and it makes like a Joker kind of smile. And she's yeah. just laughing and cackling. And, and Thomas is freaking out like, what's going on? And stuff like that. Uh, Superman was captured. He's not... He was he didn't land in Kansas. He was like a prisoner of the government. They yeah. kept him in the sun for like 
decades. Yeah, they you kept know, them all in his the life. Dark. Yeah, in the dark. Sorry, they kept yeah. them. Yeah, kept them in the dark. So he's like skinny and like just very kind of distort. It's it's a messed up world. It is. Yeah, and unfortunately, they're not really sticking to that. The you know the comic book. A story as as closely as I would have liked because it's so fucked up. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. But the trailer in the first trailer was like, "Holy shit, this looks fun!" And this one is like, "Oh my god, it's Keaton." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it is. It is really. It, it reminds me of Civil War, because if you know the Civil War event, it's a massive event. It's yeah. not just you know ten heroes. It's everyone. Like, except for the X-Men, right? Except for the X-Men, <laughs> I think the Fantastic Four, uh, it's been a while. But yeah, like, like the powerhouse, it's a huge event and everyone waged war on each other. Uh, but I, I could see the translation from here where it's a little bit more intimate, mm-hmm. a little bit more personal and stuff like that. And the war, it fits perfectly with Snyder's stuff. You know, uh, Superman's not there. It's Kara. Right, and it's like Zod's attacking, but there's no one to stop him. So he's just he's laying waste to everything and stuff like that. So they need a league uh, to fight and stuff like that. Yeah, and it it kind of makes it seem like um, that General Zod was straight up just terraforming the planet to terraform it, not like necessarily looking for anything like it was in Man of Steel. So yeah. this is this is a I would I would call it a war of conquest. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot. A lot has more. A lot more has changed because what? It's just a handful of what? Seven of them mm-hmm. in Man of Steel, right? About like a handful, a squad worth of Kryptonians. Yeah. But it makes it seem like there's an army <laughs> of Kryptonians <laughs> going around and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it feels like there's. I don't know how that works. Who would have be honest? Who would have known that Michael Shannon would have been getting paid for yes. to play the, the exact same role in like three different movies now? Right? He seems like that caliber of actor who uh, who doesn't do that. No, <laughs> doesn't do that like, kind of thing. Like Michael Shannon is one of my favorites. I think he's a, a fantastic actor. And the, t- the times he's played comedy as well, he's like so fucking deadpan, but he, he pulls yeah. it off. Um, so having him play Zod in the in the Man of Steel, and then having him return to be the catalyst for Doomsday in Batman versus Superman, and now yeah. reprising the role as as Zod is just like bravo to you, sir. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely, doing it justice. Like, exactly. I, I my reference for Zod was like Superman Returns, I think. Oh, Superman Terrence Stamp, Superman Two, Terra, Ter- yeah, Terrence Stamp. Was it that hit? Terrence, yeah, yeah, Terrence Stamp. Tramp, yeah, stamp, yeah, yeah, like the, that, yeah, the original with yeah, yeah. with Reeves, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, why must you do this? If you yeah, know, like, I'll Neil, kill you. <laughs> yeah, Neil before Zod, right, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so uh, to see this translation, he that was pretty funny when even when I was younger. But seeing him as General Zod reprise his role, there's like a stoicness with yeah. him, right? It's threatening and stoic at the same time. Yeah, and shout-outs to him as well, because to Michael Shannon, because he's a loyal friend. You know, he was hesitant in reprising this role without, you know, getting approval, consent from Zack Snyder himself, you know? Yeah. Which is, which is you know, good on him. Like, unfortunately, the Zack Snyder stuff didn't really pan out and work the way it was it was hoping for, but that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that he he didn't bring us great stuff and i feel like general zod is obviously one of the the better stuff he he introduced yeah absolutely it, it's something where um it feels like there's some elements it, it's like the 
the Suicide Squad with James Gunn. There are mm-hmm. elements that they're taking from the original one and kind of making them better. You know, the same thing with like <laughs> the same thing with what the what the Wonder Woman character. What, what's his name? You know, it could be it's good, but it could be better. Yeah, you know, Metro Pascal's <laughs> character. So it seems like they're taking elements like the Zod, Zod, the Zod, <laughs> General Zod is definitely one of those highs. Yeah, and we see uh, two Barry Allens. Yeah, we right. See, which kind of like is raising the flag because like if we knew from the the, the Flashpoint paradox, the Reverse Flash was the big you know villain or the the one keeping him in that alternate universe. Right, right. He was the man- master manipulator. Exactly. Right? Stuff like that. So yeah. do you? So I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't do know you, how that works. I I thought it would be like like Flashpoint where it's just him kind of kind of there. You know, it's not really a Back to the Future. You'll see yourself kind of deal like I didn't know well, it was going to be like don't kiss your the, mom you say back to the future thing I think of something completely different <laughs> what do you think of back to the future when he bangs his mom <laughs> well he kisses his mom for the people who sure, haven't seen it sure we say that but we know it was the 80s come on man and the it, was 50s. The it was the 50s and the 80s come on you cannot <laughs> you cannot not do that. Yeah, That's exactly. horrible. <laughs> yeah, but that, but that with the flash, minus the man, the, and it's funny because it's the main, the main focus is the mom in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, um, but did you notice that they, because the, the 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 actor who was first uh, tapped to play uh, Barry's dad was the guy who yeah. played um, Mr. Manhattan, no, Doctor Man, Mr. Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor, he's a doctor. doctor. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan <laughs> in uh, the the PhD. OG Watchmen. Was he and, really? Yeah, and uh, I don't recognize him. Jesus. Well, wow. I mean, you you don't have his big giant blue dick staring at you at his face. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, it. That's, I, that's, I knew I was missing something big. Yeah, um, but they re- re- replaced it with uh, is it Ron Livingston, right? The the guy from Office Space. Or Did they? I th- was it him? Was that I thought that was the same actor? Oh no, 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 huh? no it's not. They because he something happened. There's some scheduling conflict, and they had to recast. And they recast with um, is it Office Space? Kind of. Was, was yes, it was. Yes, yeah, it right? was. Yeah, yes, and it was. And then um, as well. right? Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, he's a yeah, he was a Dixon's like friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it a skinnier dude who was Barry's dad. Yeah, like, it was kind uh, of bald. Not not bald, but skinny. Like his his facial yeah. structure was a little more defined. Yeah. Now okay. Now yeah. it's hitting me. Yeah. Oh, crazy! I didn't notice that because it's been so long. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that film that the disconnect isn't. Yeah. When it's did not too Justice harsh. League come out? Two thousand seventeen. Jesus. Yeah. That, yeah. that is a talk about ago. feeling old. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there. That's cool. The seeing young oh. Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing Youngberry, that they found some actor that looks exact, almost exactly like Ezra, which is fucking hilarious. Is that not Ezra? How are they gonna? How's that gonna be? If it's young little kid Barry, how's it gonna be Ezra? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about teenager. No, 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 no. Talking young little kid. Oh, (laughs) he kind of looks like him, right? Right. Kind of, kind of looks like him. Uh, Again, Kara. I, I like, I love the fact that they're they found a way to introduce a secondary Superman character yeah i, I kind of just wish they would have gone with the blonde hair though <laughs> oh my gosh it's a different earth Joel. i know i know I it's know. a different earth. but it's literally do they not earth. have hair dye come on yeah no <laughs> <laughs> which kryptonian have you seen with blonde hair i'll wait kara in the movie 
in oh, the movie. No. In yeah, General Zod no. has black hair. No. So does all of them. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but uh, it. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not even saying like. It has no, to not be, at all. Because I'm sure that the actress, like you said, you have a kind of like a crush on her, and I, I see it. Hey. So, hey. You know, uh, sorry, I told you that in confidence. Sorry, putting you on blast. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I do I, that. I, yeah, it's it, she's very very cute, and yeah. um, I'm hoping that they do her justice, and in a way that they didn't for Batgirl. You're right. Yeah, yeah. that's a, yeah. I hope she's not a character who's just there for like just just a plot point, just mm. a moving plot point. You know what I mean? Because I, I like I dig the outfit. I was a little bit on the fence with you as well, not the blonde hair bit, but just how kind of grungy. Mm-hmm. Is she kind of acts because I think the trailer we saw. Well, I mean, like, if you've been locked your whole life in a dark yeah. room, you're kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But from what the reference I have is, like Clark didn't know who was a friend until Cyborg in the comic, yeah. right? Yeah. And then he was really good. Like I only trust you and only you alone. But from what we've seen in the trailer, it seems like she's kind of reluctant at the beginning bits. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's not a one to one translation. I get it, but it's until we see it. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about the big meat of it all. Michael mm. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Have we not been talking about Michael well, Keaton? Well, we kind of like touched that. on it, but now let's go in, into into a higher depth. Like we saw yes, Michael yes. Keaton do stuff that he didn't even do in his younger days in the Batman film. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he did do a lot of those awesome flips. <laughs> no, he didn't. But, oh, Jesus. I... It's kind of making me say like Michael Keane is the Batman. <laughs> like we have, we grew up in with a whole bunch of Batmans. You know, Adam yeah. West, Michael Keane, um, homeboy with the throat cancer. I forgot his name. No, oh, uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. There you go. Sorry. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Sorry, Val. My bad. Um, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Batfleck. Yeah. So we've had oh, the pick yeah. of the litter. You know, any any one of these could have been the Batman for a specific child in a specific generation. But just bringing back Michael Keaton and making him a complete badass again, yeah, it just it just it's like a, it, it it's just something you know, it's like iconic. It's stoic. It's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like the Batman we had caught up to the Batman we have. Yeah, <laughs> the the Batman in our past caught up with the Batman that we we like. You know, because you you remember Batman v Superman. The one scene that everyone, or at least a lot of people, would rave about is the warehouse scene. Yeah. Where he's taking down all these bad guys in the most brutal way, and like, that's Batman. Right? Yeah, he gives no Fs. And to some extent, we have Keaton doing the same thing. Yeah. We here. saw that scene in the in the trailer where he's, like, protecting everybody with his cape as yeah. they're getting shot. Yeah. So that was awesome. The, that scene where, um, fuck, what's one of the... the, the General Zod's henchman lands on yeah. the the Batwing and blows it up. I was I was kind of half expecting him to like fly out and then fly back into the and take control of the Batwing as it's going down. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> GTA dope. GTA style. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. they brought back his um, his iconic uh, line. It's like, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that scene until someone did a parallel to it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's freaking great." <laughs> How do you give how do you give directing tips not directing how do you give acting tips to Michael Keaton like you remember that one scene the ba- twenty odd fan, years fanboy out on him as a director 
it's like, like, how do you direct him? Like, yeah, you remember that scene where you said nuts? I want the same energy. <laughs> but add 20 years or something. Like, yeah. Um, again, Michael Keaton's awesome. I, I do kind of wish they would have stuck with the the, main, the the actual story of the Flashpoint a little bit closer just because it is, it does seem to be uh, on the darker side. And I know like for, for the past mm. few years, the, the direction that the DCU or the DC movies have embraced were of that darker and people yeah. like it caught flack from, from people and stuff like that. And it's, it's always going to catch flack. My thing is that it's very divisive. Yeah. Like it split the fandom in half. <laughs> yeah. My thing is that they weren't really good. You know, mm-hmm. the problem wasn't that they were dark. The problem was that they weren't all that great. Um, yeah. But hopefully, you know, this Flash movie comes out and, and apparently, you know, all everybody who's seen it is raving. So hopefully that, um, you know, it when we do get to see it, we have the same reaction. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else you want to talk about, discuss about the trailer? Um... um now, oh, for WB? Yeah, no, well, for The Flash. For The Flash? Uh, I'm excited. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. All right, hot That's, take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> take. <laughs> All right, so this this trailer, this next trailer we're going to discuss, didn't actually happen during uh, CinemaCon, but it did come out a couple weeks when we were you know in between shows, which is Blue yeah. Beetle. Blue Beetle? Blue yeah. Beetle. And... Um, the Blue Beetle is a character that I've really only have uh, experience from watching Young Justice. So, like, I've never read the, any of the comics or any of that nonsense. I was just watching yes. it on, on, on yes. Young Justice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah same. I'm not even Young Justice. I think my my impressions of Young Beetle was Injustice, the game. Injustice. Oh, really? <laughs> he's a character. Yeah, he's a character. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. He looks like a he looks like a Power Ranger or something. Yeah. And you, you said like his suit up scene in the trailer is one of the more one of the better ones you've seen. Yes, right? yes, yes, absolutely. Like the whole, like just the editing aside with the whole music, like this is not what you want, and like him going on the ceiling and stuff like that, and uh, that's really freaking cool. But it, it's just like a horror film, you know, him getting hoisted into the ceiling and like the suit suiting up on him, and he likes it or not, it, it, it's freaking disturbing as hell. It looks great. Yeah, and and you could like put yourself in the shoes of his family, like Jaime Reyes, the the character is famously um, one of the few Hispanic uh, car- um, superheroes that, that we could claim. Well, I'm talking we as in me, because Ernie. Even though we're, <laughs> we're basically like cousins, because we both got fucked by the Spanish. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could claim <laughs> the we. Min- yeah, we. we, could, we. we I include you in the we. Uh, <laughs> like, like us Hispanics and Latinos, we're very uh, superstitious. So you, can you imagine like your family member just getting ripped up into the ceiling and being taken oh by my, some... <laughs> oh my God, I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, my grandma, rest her soul, would definitely be doing like praying Hail Marys. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or like Diablo! Or throwing like holy water on my on me as I'm like getting transformed. Like, ah! <laughs> totally i i am right there with you 100 percent on that that is that is um yeah but uh, okay so blue beetle is 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 it going to be direct to to h to max i guess now at this point uh i, I or is don't it gonna have so. like a duel 
I, I don't think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna come out in theaters yeah because I think we're past that <laughs> we're past that point where we're, we're pretty much back to normal kind of okay so I, I, I via back to VOD I don't think it would be I think it was originally made for that wasn't it yeah I told, when they first yeah. announced the the Blue Beetle was coming it was in the same slate as um, background like all these other right. dir- direct to HBO Max uh, properties. Yeah, the COVID kind of where uh, they thought everyone's going to stay here. But since that's it's been relatively normal now, I think they pushed it where it's going to be a full release now instead of being something that's uh, through streaming only. I mean, I'm kind of there. Are, there are films that when you ha- start off with the intent of making them, you know, straight to VOD and then you, they end up having a theatrical release. They don't really necessarily work. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it's like Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, Black Widow seems like yeah, this was supposed to be straight to VOD. Like you have a feeling how it shot or like the pacing of it all. It feels like there's a part where you could pause here and go use the restroom and then come back. You know what I mean? It's like nothing's happening. Yeah, like you can, they, you can leave. They intentionally edited it for you to have like walking walking like an intermission per se. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I hope it doesn't translate to this one because mm-hmm. the one from what we've seen in the trailer, it looks pretty freaking cool. It does. That and that's the yeah. thing where it's like there's been this whole like embrace push of, for inclusivity and all that all that shit that people talk about nowadays. And for me, I'm like I'm I am a hundred percent for it if it makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just shoehorning some character to be you know a minority, played by a minority, and it doesn't make really make sense, then eh, you know it just it just makes it seem like paneling to me. Yeah, but with with Jaime Reyes being traditionally a Hispanic character. You it, it gives him the element, the reason to like fully embrace that side of, of, of our culture. You know, like George Lopez being massive for Hispanics and him being in the movie playing the dad, I assume, is fucking hilarious and giving me flashbacks to some of some family members that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The scene where they're all like they're cheering him on in his first day of work. Like that's happened to me before. Like not not to that extent where it's like all my family, like my grandma. <laughs> it's not to that. But it's where like like my parents were, were happy for me to have a part time job and they're like not cheering, but like they wanted to escort me into the store. And I was like, dude, like I'm good. I'm not gonna yeah. get kidnapped or anything thing like that my dad would have been like when can you pay start paying rent <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh, dads <laughs> i i yeah so for those of you who don't know the blue beetle or the beetles for dc is basically akin to you know the symbiotes for venom and carnage and to some extent um spider-man right mm. on the marvel side so there are as far as what I can tell, as far as what I've learned from Young Justice, uh, I don't know if they're going to be sticking to that uh, as closely to that in this film. But the Scarabs are alien tech and they come to Earth mm. and they're like they said in the trailer, world destroying tools or world destroying weapons. Uh, but the Blue Beetle kind of went a little haywire. and It wasn't really programmed the same way as because I think there's a black, red and white beetle. Uh-huh. I know for oh, sure wow. black. I know for sure black beetle. And so it's kind of like Green Lantern kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and the blue beetle attached to Jaime Reyes and it began a life of, you know, being superheroes and stuff like that when it was designed as a murder weapon, <laughs> as a murder bot. Or oh, some shit. seriously? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It does. It does look like the trailer makes it 
it's alien tech for sure. But mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not it, they're going to have that, like it being its original design was a, an end, end world ending kind of weapon. Yeah. I do like the when he manifested the, the sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, I it, love I love that scene so much. Yeah. The, the the beetle telling him, the scarab telling him, whatever you can imagine, I could build it. Oh, that is Yeah, and that it is awesome. Like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah. I like it just, <laughs> <laughs> just like whatever you can imagine, yeah. I can create or something like that. <laughs> yeah. See, when the, yeah, fir- the first time I, I saw this trailer, like my little point of contention was with the actual scarab voice. Because mm-hmm. in the um in in Young Justice, it's more alieny. Mm-hmm. And in here, it kind of makes it seem like Siri or Alexa, that type of shit, you know? No. <laughs> yeah. So, alieny in what way? Is it like demonic? Like, hey, yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I can see why I'll they turned to Alexa. I'll find a clip online where the scarab is talking to him and I'll send it to you so you can see like the difference. Because it's, it's not oh. like this one is like, hi, hi, like, hi, hi, man. I'm here to help, you know? This yeah. the other ones are yeah. like, no, I'm the scarab. I'm in control. I I want to do what I want to do. Type of situation. Oh so like, my god! Yeah, for for the majority of the the Blue Beetle arc of Young Justice that I saw, he was like the big thing was that the the scarab was programmed for destroying worlds, and it was trying to stick to its program. But J- Jaime right. Reyes being Jaime wasn't uh, letting. He was fighting it at the step of the way until he became like a, a superhero type of thing okay until it's like all right i won't destroy the world yeah that, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh interesting yeah. yeah so it comes out in a couple of months i'm not entirely sure when it does but it looks good and i'm hoping that at the very least it's entertain entertaining yeah 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 all right let's wrap it up with the big cheese ernesto has been <laughs> <laughs> has been waiting for it, has been just creaming his pants nonstop since this trailer dropped. <laughs> I was at work. Yeah. So everyone was watching. No, oh, I'm just nice. I'm just <laughs> Everybody was watching you assault yourself. Yeah. It's like, why are you so quiet? <laughs> so, and of yeah. course, we're talking I about. I did yell. You did? I did ought to be yell. And I, I, they had their headphones on, but I did audio. I was like, "Why, God!" <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Right? Rise of the That's what it's called, right? Yes. So yes. I, I am going to defer to you since you are the resident uh, Transformers fan. All right. So Transformers: Rise of the Beast. It was something that I didn't really know about because I didn't. I never watched the the animated. Uh, mm-hmm. show from the 80s to that extent and I do mm-hmm. know about the movie I do know like all the some of the characters that they're talking about here but yeah you were just all over this place when we were talking yeah, about yeah. this yeah yeah it's freaking I am 100% on board I was on the fence because uh, from from the trailer because there's two generations right there's a okay, Optimus hold on, Prime hold on before we you, okay. can't, you can't say you're on the fence when you've seen all of the other ones like multiple okay. times right okay you know what <laughs> I'm on the fence for this iteration okay because I was hurt before okay I'll tell you why I was on the fence okay. um, because it's Rise of the Beast so they there's two generations of Transformers in the TV show right there's the original Optimus Prime and then there's the Gen 2 one which is more like 3D kind of technology with um, Optimus Primal, right? That's the big gorilla bro you see. So, like, those are two conflicting shows 
and two different kind of places in the in the canon. So having them in one movie, uh, and and like it being kind of like their time travel, they have nothing to do with each other, right? So so it's weird to see those two, and that's why I was really on the fence about. But after seeing this trailer, I am so down a hundred percent. I can't be as down as I am right now <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to that trailer because it's they build it as it's not. Um, two generations it's the one the the primals from gen 2 were always there mm. to begin with that's why they took animal forms because you know hoo-ha there are no cars back in, back <laughs> then so they took animal forms right and then they just kind of um blended with lore right maybe there's a maybe there's a country where there's a there's tales of a giant cheetah right you know what i mean and as it turns out that's one of the transformers that were just laying low because they and someone just so happened to you know build a religion around him or something like that <laughs> to that extent so um i can talk for hours but my biggest thing why i'm on the fence is because of unicron oh. and if y'all don't know unicron unicron is the thanos of transformers he's he was voiced in the original cartoon by marlon brando and 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 he phoned it in like when is he not phoning it in but that left a mark enough for me to like just that's that that's the the prime transformers villain like mm-hmm. optimus prime is the you know the the hero and so is megatron right they're iconic characters starscream soundwave all those characters and bubblebee uh, rc and stuff like that but unicron was like you know stuff is going down like mm-hmm. this is like stuff's going down <laughs> Stuff, stuff's going down because there's an item called the matrix of leadership in the cartoon and its main purpose is not only to show the leader of the autobots right but it's also as a fail safe in case unicron comes back because you know the whole the thing the saying with it is it will light the way in the darkest hour right and that's what they use to fight unicron and i think we see it in the trailer and in, in like a crystalline form we see it mm. shoot up Okay. And in some way, which is really spoilery because that's what stops Unicron. But um, and we see, I think we see it, the Matrix of Leadership. Whether or not it's going to look like the Matrix of Leadership, we don't know. But yeah, just seeing a very accurate Unicron, especially coming back from last night where it's like a bunch of thorns on Earth mm. and some bullcrap. It's like, don't touch him. And seeing a one-to-one, a nearly one-to-one version of Unicron in the trailer... Uh, I, I'm on board. I'm mm-hmm. so freaking on board with that. Yeah. So one, if they have him transform, holy crap, even more. <laughs> one thing <laughs> I noticed about uh, this trailer is that it's sticking more to what like the Bumblebee movie was, where it's not necessarily like super shiny metal, where at at a certain point you kind of lose yourself because you don't know what's <laughs> fighting what. And yeah. They yeah, kind of yeah. gave the 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 Autobots, right? I guess that's like the blanket term, right, for all of them. Yeah, they kind of did give them like that rustic, patinaed, worn look, and not necessarily like the super shiny metal that uh, Michael Bay is known for. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what Michael Bay was thinking. Where you see these characters, and they're fairly iconic because at the time, people who made them were like, "Hey, let's make one as a as like a car, like mm. as a as an ambulance." Right? They had inspirations to make it iconic enough to sell toys. Right, you can't yeah. have all these freaking Transformers look relatively the same. Nothing iconic about him. You have Optimus Prime, who's who's, who's famously a truck, and he he's blocky as hell, and it looks freaking awesome. And like Peter Cullen coming back to voice him, I believe it's Peter Cullen. Please let it be Peter Cullen. But him coming back to voice him, it, it, he has like this Lincoln feel to it, you know. And and the and we brought you brought it up 
when we talked about it before uh, for like an hour <laughs> you brought it up where you like that the humans aren't the mainstay which mm. they're not mm. it, it the focus is the conflict between the the autobots and we haven't seen the decepticons yet so in the third movie they're gonna introduce megatron and he's probably gonna look like the blocky version in, car- in the cartoon yeah. yeah that that's definitely cool like one of the, the disconnects i had with the um michael bay Transformers films was that it, it made the human like humanity as big of a a driving force behind what was actually happening rather than just the giant alien robots beating each other up you know and I feel like in, in, in this one and <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. in this one just like in Bumblebee there were more of companions like they yeah. they they know like oh these squishy you know pink things are very delicate so let's not put them in the in the, in the line of fire until we have to and we saw that yeah, shot in the, the right and we saw that shot in the in the trailer where um I'm sure you could explain it a lot better than I can but it kind of looks like he, he they threw the 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 guy his own Iron Man suit yes 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 so uh, it's been a while okay but I really I, from I, the I, cartoon I, you could honestly could not tell. <laughs> it's okay it's been a while <laughs> but at some point the human uh it's it's not sam with wiki but it's um his his first name's really weird but he's a wit wiki sam in the cartoon wit wiki wit, wit wiki a ladies <laughs> man 2557 <laughs> but, uh they, they give him his own suit so that he can fight alongside him okay. and the fact that they're in, there's so much there's just too much that they're integrating in this um and they haven't t- they haven't referenced megatron at all other than from bumblebee mm. right but the fact that they have they want the human they give him the suit and like you said it's an iron man suit that it's it is a suit that allows him to fight with them mm. and it looks like he's fighting with them yeah, <laughs> so it is, looks really freaking dope that is dope yeah okay so another thing that i noticed that i kind of was like a little iffy about is that Post Endgame, you know, Endgame mm. had that giant climactic battle between all the you know Thanos forces and all the the, the Avengers. This giant, beautiful, sweeping, arcing camera yeah. movement that he shows yeah. like goes from one superhero to the next and stuff like that. And we kind of saw oh. a re- a replication of that in in this the, the this trailer for the Transformers film. But yeah. is this every like big franchise like movie franchise going to have to have their own Endgame type of shot? Um. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. But the thing is, this is different now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it's it's happening in the middle film. Mm-hmm. So like it, you're right. Every it seems like every science fiction film or even a fantasy film to some extent has to have this massive sweeping shot of war, mm-hmm. you know, and going on in the battle and stuff like that. But that I feel like that's usually reserved to, like towards the end. Right. Yeah. This is your coup de grace. You know, this is your last kind of like let's give them all they want. But to see it in the middle film feels a little bit odd because I feel like the the themes of it warrants it, right? Mm-hmm. You you not only have the, the I think they're t- the Terracons I think they're called like the no they're not they're not Decepticons but they're they're just as bad. Um, at the Terracon then you have Unicron and they, it kind of warrants a massive battle for the fate of Earth, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that's just there because we have a quota to fix, right? We have to have a, a huge battle, alright? Let's get it off, but. When you, now that you mention it, I feel like in the third film, when the Decepticons are introduced, it's going to be a little bit more shrunk down, because they're kind of, they're, um, it's the third film, so they're kind of making it feel like it's they're uh, slowing it down a bit, mm-hmm. you know, not so that you get on a high, but you know, it's kind of like a sandwich, right? 
it, they slow they have the the bread and the meat is the the battle at the end but at the third film it's going to be a little bit slower a little bit more intimate a little bit more personal and stuff like that because the history of megatron and optimus prime is that they used to be really good friends until something happened within their friendship that made him fall to decepticons and he started a civil war on cybertron yeah, like when I remember like the, the snippets that I have recollections of watching the show, it kind of made it seem like it was that Xavier and Magneto relationship where yeah, sworn yeah. enemies, but deep down they kind of had a caring for each other, you know. And I kind of yeah. I kind of have a vague recollection of them actually teaming up, teaming up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and the recent cartoon that I was watching, uh, spoilers, I guess, but the recent <laughs> cartoon I was watching, Optimus Prime. Um, goes goes default to the character he was before the war so uh so megatron's original name was megatronius mm-hmm. so uh, and 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 his name was orion pax was optimus's original name before he became optimus prime right mm-hmm. his name is orion pax and he was a librarian oh, <laughs> so Jesus. he was a librarian and um he gets killed in the cartoon in the original cartoon he gets killed by megatron and he's reborn as optimus prime one of the the fir- the, the last and the first prime to be born within that era but anyway uh they had their really like friendship relationship with that and he defaults to that and he's like looking around and there's like megatron there's uh, there's decepticons and autobots fighting and he's like megatronius what's going on and then and the megatron's like super deviant and he's like all right my friend we have to go back and like he just <laughs> he goes right into the, the, yeah. to lying to him so dope. to see so to see that maybe that'd be freaking awesome where he's like he defaults and he's like mega like megatronius what's going on like orion my friend we have to go we're being fought like we we found you because he's saying that he got captured by the enemy Mm -hmm. which were the autobots so he's like Mm -hmm. the autobots captured you follow me and of course uh him being orion at the time he trusts his best friend yeah so okay so help me understand the hierarchy of where this this new villain is gonna fall the uh, what's it called uh, the Terracrons? No, the, I think they're the, 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 the world eating Unicron. Unicron. There Unicron. Unicron. Yeah, Unicron. So for like for me, who has like a very limited knowledge of Transformers lore, it's Optimus Prime and the big baddie was Megatron. Yeah. So yeah. where does Unicron fall in between Megatron? So, or? so it depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you brought this up before, we're talking about that they're not going for a canon, a direct canon from the show because there isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's been changed and interpreted so many ways. But uh, the long story short with the hierarchy, uh, you know Cybertron, yes. which is their main planet. Uh, it, ha- it had a brother, and the brother was Unicron, so good and evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cybertron cherished life. Cybertron was the one that life flourished. Unicron was the opposite, and it's the one who devoured life. Mm-hmm. And those are the main two. Uh, and at some point, uh, Unicron was sealed away, and opt- and, and, and um, Cybertron became a planet and was f- or just you know became that, and then life flourished on it. Right, that, that's where all of the sparks or all of the life forces of the of the Autobots of the you know the robots come from is Cybertron because he gives life. So, so fast that, forward. Hold, hold on. So is that like Sorry. the the? No, it's okay. <laughs> You're like so into it. I'm, I have I have questions. And so <laughs> is that like like becoming a planet? It's like the, the end goal of the evolution of the robots or does, um, no? It depends. It really <laughs> depends again. Oh, uh, no, uh, for for the, some extent. Uh, they are built, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that, that's how they existed. Whoever built them, we don't know, but that's they were that was the Alpha and Omega, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to take the hierarchy being evil and good, Cybertron and Unicron, you will go down. Decepticons, Autobots, 
that's the mirror two of them. Okay. So it's like it's a Cain and Abel mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? It's where the brothers fight, the brothers fight, the brothers fight. Right. It, that that's the whole thing with Decepticons and Autobots, and that's the hierarchy of them. There's different rogue factions, right? Like the Terracons are just there for you know destruction, and then I think the Predacons are the opposite of. Um, I think the Predacons are the Autobots in in uh, the Gorilla. Like they're not <laughs> yeah. called Autobots; they're called Predacons. Okay. Is there like I a think, blanket term think, for yeah. like? Uh, Cybertronians. Cybertronians. They're okay. all yeah. They're all Cybertronians would be the blanket term for all of them because yeah. All right, that's cool. All right, so just I want long to, story short. I want to get my 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 lore down. That's your one minute of Transformers knowledge. I was more I'll like see you 50 next minutes. Week. <laughs> see you in 50 minutes. Yeah. Oh, but back to the trailer. Yeah. It's they're doing everything right. Um, the thing is though, Bumblebee. As much as they did right, uh, it didn't really hit a lot because they focused more on what was right rather than the spectacle which people are used to with the Bay Transformers, mm. you know, explosions and destruction. Michael, uh, uh, Josh what's your name's ass? Uh, yeah, M- Megan Fox's ass, you know, yeah. like all that sex violence stuff. They that's, I feel like that's what they're used to. They've had that for seven movies. And to have Bumblebee, which is a little bit more of an intimate film and accurate to the show, uh, to, yeah, to the show, I don't I feel like they need that for Rise of the Beasts. They need to have that action sequence, but also I'm glad that they're sticking with the lore accurateness of it. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that uh, does have me in peak uh, has me peaked is that it they're sticking to the style, the same style that Bumblebee was. That I'm talking yeah. about the film, not the the actual character. But um Yeah. After- yeah, yeah. After a, a while with the Michael Bay films, it just kind of became noise, like visual noise. And yeah. uh, like, I don't know how you stuck around with it, but <laughs> for me, <laughs> I was out after like the second film. Yeah, it, it's it's it was Peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Cullen. Optimus is my favorite. That's that's probably everyone's favorite. Right. Um, but j- just his his way he presents himself was something how it was really nice. And I, it's something that that's what I stuck for. So do you, I think we've had this con- this this conversation before. But do you, do you think that they should get Peter Collins and like record every <laughs> letter of the alphabet, every pronunciation of every word you could possibly do, just so that they have his his voice on pack on on, on like on lock like for, an AI. Yeah, for, so so that when he does eventually pass, because he's got to be what in his late seventies at this point, right? Probably a little or, or older than that. Yeah. So it's it's not a like he's a bit older. Yeah, yeah so, he's, he, time. Yeah, so it's not like he's gonna stick around forever. But like to ensure that the voice of Optimus Prime lives on forever, they should something should be happened, right? To 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 have him yes. record yes. The, the dictionary. Y- yes, the absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it's gotten to the point where uh, a lot, like a lot of the voice actors who are play because he doesn't play Optimus all of them right he can't really there's, like you said he's very old and he's aging and there's so many projects that he, you could go to and their people pretty much base based their Optimus with him mm. so might as well have him in like an AI vault where you have to license it out <laughs> or something like that <laughs> yeah of course it has to be like his family his generations get a, a, the piece of whatever it was that they're gonna pay him but it's yeah. it's just to have that the the iconic um, Optimus Prime voice to live on for forever and ever would be something that it would only lend to the the show right it would only make it better 
because that yeah. uh, that iconic deep fucking yeah, voice that he, yeah, yeah. he brings to this character it's not going to be easily replicated yeah yeah not at all um yeah i even even with megatron mm-hmm. like I, I when they introduce him i hope that the original voice actor the name is blanking on me but the original voice actor returns to reprise his role as megatron i mean i wish all of them did <laughs> a lot of them are probably gone at this point but uh, at least in the main two with megatron and optimus it would be freaking awesome to have um the original voice actors return but yeah, yeah that deep bassiness like I'm excited for this film because there has to be a point where he's like Autobots roll out, you know what I mean, or something like that, like Autobots attack. Well, he wouldn't say that, but yeah, Autobots roll out and stuff like that it would be freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's gonna be it for this episode of Pops Also, and thank you for listening. Thank you for for putting up with Ernesto's last twenty minutes of <laughs> that's twenty minutes of love of just pure like like. I, I'm obviously you could tell that I'm not the biggest like Transformers fan, but watch, just watching you, just it's so beautiful, <laughs> so amazing just to watch you. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show and want to help us grow, leave a rating or a review. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe. And to stay up to date with the show, or if you have a question, follow us on Twitter at PopsAlsoHQ, or check out our link tree for more information. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey. We'll catch you next week on Pop Salsa.